like sucking, but I ain't gay. Legit bad podcast. Fuck those honkies. So the anyway. cool thing about getting crossfaded or, you know, too many vitamins at the same time is once you do yammy, then you feel a lot better. I I don't know, I don't think I said it on the show, but like a week or two ago, I had the hiccups so violently that I, I was like, I have to get in the shower or something. I have to like reset myself. This sucks. I couldn't stop hiccuping. So I got in the shower or I turned the shower on and then they're still hiccuping in the bathroom. And I, I was like, I think I have to barf actually. So I barfed in the sink and... Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't know that part? Yeah. This thing that's next to the toilet and the shower. No, I that's just, fine. I barbed right in the sink. I'm actually, I could cross from the shower. I couldn't. I, right, I, they're I, right next door to each other. I didn't have time to open the toilet seat. The sink was right there. So I barf in the sink and the hiccups went away. I don't I get it, but I felt much better. Jen's reaction was the funniest part for me. <laughs> I know Jen hears it for it's the right there. Months later, she thought, "What?" It was just a couple weeks Are ago. But deep, the reason he barfed is because he wouldn't let me do my no, I did interrogation like you technique. Work. <laughs> Not, none the of night before, I could have cured your hiccups. You refused, like a child. He wouldn't let me. So I do this like interrogation technique where I'll like scream at him and make him eat chips really fast and, and like do the alphabet backwards. I've seen that shit. It's hilarious. It's where I'll make him juggle rocks and like do weird, crazy shit and. But it, because of the distraction, it makes the hiccups go away because you're focused on something else. Yeah. They did not go And away. I never break character. I'll just be like a fucking German Nazi terrorist guy. Like, do it. You eat this now. Fuck you. I'm going to fucking gas you. shoving okay. chips into your mouth. That one. Sorry. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah, that was different. So Joe was like, Joe's like, I'm going to do the same thing you did. And he just grabbed a pile of chips and shoved them in my face. Yeah. It ripped the corners of my mouth, but it, it did cure my hiccups. <laughs> so thank you for that. <laughs> All right, let's officially get this shit started. We can talk about this. Uh, well, it's already recording, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, welcome back to Legit Bat. Uh, I'm Joe. Jen's here. Ben's here. Lene's here. And we have Legs and Buffalo from False Reality Check. I almost said your real names, but I know that... Um, I don't know if that's out there or not, but I'm just going to call you Legs and Buffalo. She's got Yeah, yeah it's, it's all good. It's, I'm sure it's out there. It's been out there a few times, but oh, okay. Like, it really doesn't matter. Really it's all care. good. Like <laughs> buffalo has a nice ring to it. Buffalo legs. Yeah, buffalo legs. Well, I was gonna say when that when referring to the <laughs> pair of you, it'll be buffalo legs. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Chance calls us buffaloes, which I thought that's cute. It's like ego, way they go kind of a thing. And buffalo yeah. is actually a great name for you because you do kind of look like a wildebeest or like a like yak <laughs> or something. I'm going to grow the rest of it out, so it's going to be worse. I think I'm just going to grow all of it out. I, I Besides, now I'm just going to, like, ah, screw it. Let's just grow everything out and see how far it goes. You grow out your uh, your forehead hair? <laughs> he looks like he looks like the kind of mythical creature that honks. Just, like, I could just hear it. Oh. Or plays a flute. Yeah. Like, you play a flute and walk around. Say, what's the one that has, like, the little That's goat? Pan. That's the goat guy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you're switching fairy tales with it now. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, fuck you. But yeah, so what are you guys up to? Uh, it's been a while since we've talked. What, uh, what's what been captivating your minds lately over at Fulton? In the homestead. I want to hear about the homestead, too. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, the weather is all-encompassing for us here. And yeah. we just got done with, like, negative temperatures last week. The highlight was negative 30. That was cool. Ew. 
So our pipes froze. Coincidentally, the cold pipes froze. The warm pipes did not, which is usually the other way around. But we didn't have cold water for like a day and a half. So that was cool. Yeah, that was fun. But Washing dishes and just boiling hot water. Oh, yeah. That those, was those are the best. When it's cold, it, it's like acid on your skin. But not yeah. cold. Yeah. Do yeah. you guys have to but, leave the taps running when it freezes? Like, just turn them on a tiny bit? Pretty much. Did. We did. Yeah. And I swear that I did, too. But I, you know, I will admit, I, I'm an early riser to go to the bathroom kind of person. So I, I woke up really early, washed my hands when I was done. And I think I turned the cold off, but I left the hot on. And that was just, and then you got up like an hour later. So it wasn't even that long. And then, boom, frozen, just like that. So it was like, damn. So close. I, I fucked that up. That was my melt, bad. Melt some snow for the cold water, right? You guys have a lot of snow. We, there's a, but there's tons of chicken shit in our snow. So, you know, that would we, be our situation yeah. as well. I get it. Yeah, yeah. There's chicken shit on everything, every single thing. There's nothing off limits to chicken shits. They just willy nilly, wherever they want, they just drop <laughs> loads everywhere, all over the back. Their favorite place to nest is right in front of our sliding door to go outside and they have the whole yard and everywhere else to go and they're like we just want to nest right here so they'll snuggle up to the house right where we step when we go outside of the house awesome so wonderful what region are you guys in i i, I always i forgot this because i know we talked about it before like whereabouts are you guys we are in southeast idaho we're like literally in the corner of southeast idaho so it, it. it gets pretty cold there yeah we're like in the armpit of, of so idaho we're in the fun part near you know the western edge or in Coeur d'Alene where Right. and all them are we're we're like in the part that everybody forgot <laughs> you guys are less than a day's drive from us though um is that the part where you your guys's idea of how cold it is outside isn't like hey should i get a jacket it's like no i'm gonna get the mail um okay it's only gonna be like 20 seconds before you die is it like that kind of cold like ben i'm gonna stop yep. you right there and just say that i promise you the way that y'all think here in Redding, California is dumb as fuck as far as cold goes. <laughs> you have no idea. You guys are like, wow, it's 25. I guess I'll just wear a t-shirt, like whatever. In Idaho where they live, I bet they're like, I wear a jacket all the time, like year round. And a jacket is a different thing to you guys. It's a different right. So they call it a hoodie. Like this is a jacket to them. They're like, oh, are you wearing a jacket? I'm like, yeah. that's not a jacket. A jacket's like- well, You guys are from California. You get it, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, we get it. We get it for sure. It's, I mean, it depends. We've gotten so used to the cold. We've been here mm -hmm. a little over a year, and this is our second winter. For me personally, I've gotten so used to it where, yeah, I'm I'm that asshole that'll go out in t-shirt at uh, 20, it's 20 degrees. So, Do I wear flip-flops only take four seconds to get the mail. I wear flip-flops and shorts until the bitter end in, like, right. November. Yeah, when I like, was in Indiana, I barbecued on my birthday, which is in February, and I was like, I don't care that it's negative 20. I'm doing it. And the grill would not light half Breaking the time. Heat. But I was like, I'm I'm going to make it summer in my own head. No, I hate cold so, so much that I rebel against it every year where I'm like, I, oh, summer's ending. And then uh, it's like November and it's 34 degrees and I'm still out there like, fuck you. I'm going to wear these flip flops. I'm going to barbecue today. Yeah, I'm barbecuing. <laughs> you do. You barbecue like year round. Uh, yeah, the coldest, the coldest that I've. Well, ever been in was uh northern montana right s south of canada and holy shit it, it was talk about bipolar if you guys are anywhere from california and there's certain parts of it where it can be psychotically 60 degree differences in a 24-hour cycle and that's a whole different kind of barometric pressure fuck on your head 
the northern Montana shit that we went through was that during the night, it would get sometimes negative 50 to 60. And then during the day, we would go out to work and it was negative 20 with the dumped five feet of snow. And we're getting like, you know, insulated car hearts on. We put the masks on and within, you know, 30 seconds, your breath has frozen it into a nice little crusty fuck. And uh, we would go out to like try to like dig trenches and shit in this in this fucking snow. And you take one breath of it and it's like smoking ice. Like Dude, yeah. one of those like I, humans shouldn't exist. Like you're drowning in the air. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking awful. Two years of that. And I was all, oh, that's not for me. No, Are the Canadians willfully live there too? Are your chickens laying right now, you guys? Do they stop yeah. laying in the winter? Oh, that's cool. They are. They are. Yeah. We actually, yesterday, yes, did we get a half dozen yesterday? We did. Had a half dozen yesterday. We've been getting like three to six eggs a day, nice. um, which is pretty good. Just it's mm-hmm. enough for us. And um, we haven't really changed anything other than I'm sprouting some of their feed. So, so I'm making fodder for them. Give that to them once a day. They love it. Um, regular feed that we make. Give that to them. But they've put some cayenne pepper in it. Yeah. You know, they seem to red pepper well, flakes. Yeah. Well, yeah, we were getting five eggs a day solid until we lost two of them. They have, something got one of them, and the other one flipped out and drowned in the pool because they're fucking stupid. So we lost two chickens, and now we're just down to the three. And One's they, laying. They haven't you get laid. one egg a day. They haven't laid since like November <laughs> or something. But now, yeah, now it gets it got really cold this year early. So they all just kind of went into molt. They all got weird and haggard looking and they're coming back now. And I think we get I think one of them's laying the other one's about to. And then Esther, the black chicken always lays last. So she'll start up again soon. We only named the black one because we're um, race allies. We named all of them and then we didn't look at them for two months and then they grew up into chickens and we're like, we can't tell you apart anymore. And they all look the same. I'm and then two died. People, but they all look the same. <laughs> we just pretended that the two left are Phyllis and Mabel, but I'm not sure if that's true. I just call them birds. I'm like, hey, birds, <laughs> stop shitting on my stuff. Oh, and <laughs> we were just talking about weather a lot again. Yes. I know I changed what it to chickens. Fuck? Thank you. Uh, Welcome, no, I, everyone. I just want to get your take on like the, uh, since it's the hot new topic right now with the so-called Chinese weather balloon. What do you guys think? Did you see it? It kind of came around your neck of the woods. Did, what do you think about it? Do you think it's actually Chinese? or? And I don't care if it's a spy balloon because they already have TikTok and everything else. So who cares? Yeah. it's Honestly, it's a satellite that's just fallen down yeah. in altitude. That's what I think it is. You know, because satellites, I don't know what anyone believes or people's beliefs are here, but for me and for you, satellites probably are just They're just balloons. Balloons. There's so many pictures. We were talking about that earlier. There's so many pictures of yeah. There's so many pictures of downed uh, what they call satellites, and there's a balloon attached to it. It's like that's right. We're told how that works. They're they're floating around the earth like this, right? Yeah, Yeah. so we're told, but they don't. No, they don't exist. I thought I saw it the other night, but it was just Jupiter. So I was like, oh, that's that's not. I was like, oh, look, look at this bright light. I took a picture with my phone. I was like, look, I think it is the Chinese thing. And she's like, no, it's just Jupiter. Oh, okay. So, no, it didn't come that close to us. I didn't see it. I, I heard it got shot out of the sky after, like, its mission was completed. Right. The Atlantic, which kind of seems a little weird. I feel like uh, China didn't do anything. It probably wasn't China. It was probably the Pentagon. Um, because they, yeah. they're actually testing surveillance satellite balloons across the U.S. right now. So, all they have to do is just point at it and be like, no, that's not ours. No, that's theirs. They did it. It was totally them, but we'll. But we let it fly across the entire country without doing a single thing, mapping everything out, seeing whatever it's going to see, and that, and it was for 
our safety. Thank yeah, you, they were guys. About I know the, the government <laughs> loves us so much. They were so worried about the empty fields of Montana having debris on them that they're like, you know what? No, we're just going to let it. They, well, and they said it was unacceptable. The Joint Chiefs or whatever dude's name, Anthony Blinken, he's like, this is unacceptable. And uh, OBDM was like, well, clearly it's acceptable because you're just letting Because you accepted it. Thing. And so, since yeah. when has the government ever given a flying fuck about civilian casualties? I'm sorry. They don't. Oh. They never did. Well, Bill, Bill Maher brought up, he's all, yeah, supposedly it was over like northern Montana. He goes, of course, all the Republicans are like, shoot it down. Shoot that fucker down. He goes, and it's like, what are they surveying? Oh, I guess China knows where we keep all of our cows. I'm all, and, that's pretty yeah. close. And military installations. But I'm surprised that one of those fucking hicks up there didn't take out their Barrett 50 count. Just knock that fucker out of the sky. Yeah. I think they did a release where they're like, please don't shoot into the sky. They did. They specifically there were some articles that. where like, don't try to take it down yourself. Please like, don't. We know there's a lot of rednecks up there. Put your barrets away, please. And it, be, probably because people definitely did. Because who really pays attention or gives a shit? They're like, I'm taking that shit down right now. It's just weird. Like, I think China actually copped to it, too, didn't they? Weren't they claiming that it was their balloon? I could have that wrong, but... Oh, man. So there's been this argument about it, like, oh, it's actually, you know, NASA, or it's actually the U.S., and who gives a fuck? Like, what you said, it's just one of those satellites that fell out of low Earth orbit, or whatever they call it. Uh, Maybe it ran out of helium, or whatever the fuck's... Well, they wouldn't want us to know that, because then we'd know that satellites aren't real, obviously. They're going to... Be like, the whole thing. That's not so, our satellite. Our satellites are in space. It's in so space. strange. The whole thing is the whole narrative around it and the reaction and everything. And it's just the next current thing right now is the joining uh, every meme. All right. Eat on Facebook or, or Instagram is just all memes. And granted, a lot of them are great. Like They're there's really a picture of Whoopi Goldberg in a white outfit uh, that said the another Chinese Goldberg balloon. One. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's good. Or the one that was like, Totary not for surveillance. Yeah, weather balloon. <laughs> weather balloon. <laughs> weather balloon. Sorry. No offense to any Asians, but that's kind of how, how you talk sometimes. The balloon has a Twitter account now, too. Did you guys see that? No. Oh yeah, they actually tweeted at it. I was like, I miss you, Flyboy, and I spelled it. <laughs> so the other weird thing is that there was that uh, ex- explosion, a Chinese explosion over Billings, and they was. As soon as that happened, it came out, oh, it's unsubstantiated, we can't validate this. But somebody caught something fucking happening in the sky right where they said that goddamn balloon is. And But they immediately discounted all of it. And they're like, no, nope. no, it's not real, it didn't happen. But then they... I thought, I thought of that. That was like a video, right? Like a, Yeah. It's like a cl- yeah, it was a quick clip, but I, I didn't see what happened. I, I'm going to be honest with you, when I saw the clip, I just saw a big light flash, and that's it. And I didn't quite understand... The, everybody, all the government people obviously said nothing happened. They're like, oh, nothing happened. This is unsubstantiated. And to their credit, this is the only video that I've found that has this event taking place. Right. So it could be that this one video is manipulated. I don't know. Or it could be that it's real and they're lying to us. I don't really care. I wasn't in fucking Montana, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. We talked about that earlier, too, about how you can't really believe anything anymore after all this deep fake stuff comes out. And it's gotten... Fucking good. Do you see the one with Rogan where he's yeah. talking about? I'm not going to say the words because somebody's going to clip that and make me say stuff. But it doesn't matter. They can already yeah. make you say <laughs> that actually without. Yeah, they using. have that. It's a uh, it's elevenlabs.io and they have these crazy. They can clone your voice and you can type in whatever you want somebody to say. Some of them are a little off, but I figure for as many hours as people like us have that are open to the internet's use, that it's probably not going to be good. 
And they can do the video now too. So did you see the one with Biden where he's talking about trans people? It's uh no. it's brutal. I'll see if I can find it, but it's uh Oh my gosh. Maybe I'll put it on. Instagram. Do you guys listen to OBDM? Well, yeah, on once occasion. in a while. On yeah, we there's so many podcasts to listen to. It's hard I to I know, listen. I get it. They're it, they're one of our favorites, but Mike did a deep fake of Joe and he did a deep fake of Hulk Hogan. He was like, let's meet at the Red Onion after OBDM on Saturday. And, and it sounds like just it. like Hulk Hogan because he's oh, one of their favorites. But yeah, just little things like that are absolutely insane. And everyone's looking at it right now. And I'm like, this is the worst thing to happen. I, I just can't imagine that all of these deep fakes are really cool and going to be great for our country when there's already so much confusion. Well, and it makes it makes me think that that's probably been around a lot longer and now it's just being released to uh, civilians, you know? Like, if they if they actually came up with that shit, it's the same thing, the same argument with clones where I think it's been around for a long fucking time. So anytime we get access to something like ChatGPT or anything like that, I'm pretty sure they've it's been in the works for a long fucking time. So can they detect that it's a deep fake when it's a deep fake? Can you tell? Can you go in and look at the... They're working on AI, I think, to actually do that. How could any video evidence, just in court, just say someone says they were raped or they were attacked or whatever, and then someone has video evidence of that, how could you possibly use that in court anymore if it can be deep faked and it can't be... Photoshop. There's no discernment between what's real and what's fake. Yeah. And I... Like criminal defense attorneys would have to pay like Photoshop experts to like mm. to be able to tell or like software nerds that like write this AI stuff. There'll to, be a new job market for that. That'll open up expert witnesses. to debunk deep fakes or something. You know, Could humans do it because I would hope that humans would be able to do it, but they'll probably use <laughs> machines for it. Well, what comes along with that though too is with that job class of uh, deep fake debunkers is the same thing as fact checkers where. Yeah. They're going to get the people they want to say what they want and have some crazy video come out and they're going to be like, nope, this is 100%. We forensically studied the, you know, the pixels and everything. And that's a, a real video. And he actually said this. I still don't believe that either. So you really can't believe fucking anything. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, discern- it's up to your discernment, right? That's the whole thing. You create in your own reality. Believe what you want. But I think that will lead people back. So at, when all of this comes to a head, people will just say, fuck the internet. I'm not even going to look at anything online anymore. I'm just going to have real face-to-face interactions, which is kind of how it should be. But I, I understand we're we're doing some internet shit right now, but it's fine. Yeah. But people will just go back to the basics and have face-to-face interactions, and that's all it's going to be because that's all they know, and and that's real. Just go back to a rotary phone. You know, you got to yep. twist the thing to dial a number that you know because you memorized it, and it's not in your phone. It's crazy. Remember the nineties? That was a crazy time. Rotary oh, phones. Man, Good there was time. there was one at my grandma's house. No, screw that. Let's go back to smoke signals. Let's do that. Yeah, that's, that's real stuff. That's not good for the environment, though, Buffalo. You got to think about your carbon footprint, and making smoke signals is probably not not the best. Well, if we collect our human feces and then we burn our feces, we get rid of two two birds with one stone. We can get rid of the waste there and then um, have some smelly smoke signals to send to our neighbors down the road. Sounds amazing. Apparently people do that. They're using uh, like elephant turds and stuff that they like oven bake to make them all dry and then they use them as firewood. It's fucking weird. I guess that's pretty you know, recycle, whatever. But I'm not doing that. I mean, I'm not burning poop. Think about what elephants eat, though. Nothing but green, right? Yeah, that's true. I was thinking of this the other day. It's still poop. 
chicken think about what chickens eat they're they're just eating like their feed but we let our chickens just roam around and eat grass and worms whatever and people are like chicken shit is so clean it's still shit i don't care i'm sorry it still came out of an anus it's still gross some people pay extra for that i'm just saying they pay extras you know okay maybe they like that you guys you said something about the eggs you were asking if we washed eggs i think last time we talked to you oh yeah and you guys were like i was like yes i wash them all the time and you guys were like we don't we just crack them shit on them and everything and so i did that the other day we had this nasty egg and i was like i'm gonna do what buffalo and legs do and i just cracked this egg and just ate it that way I mean, there was no I, shit in the egg as far as I could tell, but I didn't wash it first. Extra season. I just ate it all fresh. How did it feel? It felt amazing. <laughs> and it tasted Next great. Just blend it and drink it like Rocky. Just mm-hmm. I'll just throw the whole egg in there, shell shit and all. It felt Everything. Roll. It felt like Idaho, like we were there. I mean, I will admit if the egg is completely covered in poop, then yeah, I'll throw some warm water in it, on it just before I crack it, just to get some of it off. But if it's a lot of our eggs come out pretty clean and they get that Same. nice uh, coating on it. That What is it called? Cute, that, cuticle. Yeah. They get that nice cuticle coating and they just leave them on the counter. Surprisingly yeah. clean for their, like we talked about last time, their Swiss Army hole. The chicken shits, pisses, and plops eggs out of the same goddamn hole. So for them to come out that clean is like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, typically there's not nothing on there. So the egg I cracked, to be fair, didn't actually have poop on it. But I didn't wash it first, so I know there's poop there because this was army hole. It's a mind thing with you, though. It is. I know there's sure. poop. I can't do it. <laughs> there's definitely poop. There's traces of poop. It's okay. It's for your microbiome. It's increasing your immunities. Yeah. 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 It's uh, just a little bit of whatever those bacteria are that you really need. Ben, you're awful quiet over there. Are you okay, bud? Yeah, just listening. Oh. Are you being the fly on the wall this time? Can be. Okay. Yeah, what else have you guys been up to, though? I mean, the news and whatever is, you know, all uh, speculative and subjective and nobody really cares anymore. But what have you guys been talking about on your uh, show lately that's been interesting? Let's see. We've been, so since we've been having crazy internet issues, we've been doing a few more solo shows, just us two. And we'll, sometimes we'll talk about current events, but most of the time it's what we're doing on our homestead and like projects we've gotten into and um with winter here obviously we're inside more so i've really like dove into the kitchen work and just fermenting things i i started um a sourdough starter so that's been going i'm hoping to try and make my first loaf this week i don't know if you guys have tried sour making sourdough before no, how do you do that? And yeah. by the way, in the kitchen, right where you belong, I, I respect that. How, how do you? <laughs> how, do you do the, uh, how do you start that with a, a sourdough thing? Because I know it has something to do with fermenting or something. Yeah, for I mean, anyone can do a starter. You you measure out. You have to weigh things, and I learned this Science. the hard way. Yeah, it is. It's easier if you just weigh things out in grams, and you'll and you'll get uh, the right portions, and things will just work out better as as the first time i was just doing it in cups and it didn't work out but um weigh it in grams for the sourdough there you go (laughs) weigh it out but you can simply just put flowers a ratio of flour to water in a jar 
and let it sit there and the wild yeast in the air will come in. And uh, after a certain amount of time, it'll start bubbling. And um, every day you have to kind of, you have to feed it. And I, I take half out, measure half of the starter out and then put back what I took out in flour and water. Huh. So over time, the yeast will develop. If you have a warm environment, even better. Um, and you get a nicely fermented starter that you can make bread with. And uh, it's, sourdough is great because it's fermented yeah. bread. And anything fermented is good for you, for your microbiome. And uh, it's, I don't know, there's tribes in like Africa and, you know, all the, the poor countries the, <laughs> that eat nothing but fermented foods. And they live to be like 80, 90. They're having babies in their like 50s. Like they're, they're just pure health, you know, like top-notch health. But um, yeah, I've been trying to dabble in that a little bit. Yeah, I, I will say that with the sourdough, because everything is healthier, she makes sourdough brownies, which I get to eat all of them because it's healthier because <laughs> it's fermented. So it's yeah, that's good. what you just, that's what she'll say. Oh, it's healthy because there's a uh, sourdough. It's got probiotics in it. Right. Yeah, it re reduces inflammation, right? Isn't the yeah. fermented? <laughs> Does the starter smell no. weird? Oh, sorry, Ben. Go ahead. No, you're good. Um, it's funny too because, like we've talked about with a bunch of other people, when they're talking about like healthy conscious choices and uh, specifically things that are growing your body, specifically how everything is processed here in America, even things that you get to help on a homestead, half the time you can't use because of how much stuff is implemented in that. It's like it taints the water. Um, when you're, you know, you're talking about in a lot of countries, they they eat just a high amount of fermented stuff. It's like, and the ingredients they use to accomplish that have, you know, base stuff to get there. And it's every time that there's one aspect that ends up going into like what we're putting into our bodies and the idea that a culture that does this does live a long time, they do live healthy. It's like, but you have to also look that that is one aspect of, of a way that they live, which us in America have you know, we don't do everything is, uh, everything's got a different kind of frequency that's fucking with our head. Everything's got a different preservative that our body has to break down. Um, it's all of that is always really interesting. And it's funny because I would love to make the jump to like, nope, we're only eating what we do. It's going to be raw stuff. I don't know jack shit about it. Uh, so it's, it's really cool. I, I would love to get a full detail by detail on how you do that. Cause Joe used to make bread back when we were a kid, we got a bread maker and he, he didn't give a fuck what ingredients he like. He didn't give a shit how much he used of my mom's shit. He was just trying to get a loaf out that he was like, he'd set it down and it was finally the product way that he wanted. He's like, ha ha. And then he would just walk. He's like, all right, now that we have eight loaves of bread um, and three of them are fucked. Um, I got it. I finished it. You know, I did it. I did it the right way. One of them, but yeah, not, super. But, you know, bread maker is kind of cheating, to be fair. No, yeah, and like, I haven't well. used a bread maker in for fucking ever. There's no reason. I mean, if you have a, a loaf pan, it's you just got to. Now you do make bread for real. Garlic bread and shit. It's not sourdough. But no, I was gonna ask though. Does the starter that you make does it smell like shit because it's fermenting? Like, it, does it stink up the house? Uh, no, it doesn't. It's uh. It only stinks if you get your nose in it, but it, it doesn't. Right in it. Yeah. It, it only smells bad if you smell it. No big deal. Yeah. If yeah, you, yeah. I mean, I like the smell of sourdough. It's like that sour, just 
I don't know, yeasty yeah. bread smell. I don't know. I, don't, I, like, I like it. I like spider but, bread. Tastes good. Yeah, it's not a large amount to where it's stinking up the house and yeah. it smells like shit. That's cool. We should try this. It kind of reminds me of kombucha, how you start kombucha with the mother and then you can, right. it will grow another one and then you can pull it out and start another. Yeah. You'll have to send me the exact instructions on doing that. Um, but okay. is it one of those things like the Amish friendship bread or whatever they used to call that come around like on Christmas time where they give you a bag of this like wet starter shit and then you add flour and sugar and whatever to it and then you bake it right. and you take some of it and give it to the next person and then. Oh, wow. then. That might be it. I mean, the starter itself is kind of, it is wet and... It's like wet shit, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> and it only stinks if you put your nose in it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, for my starter, I, I cheated a little bit and I used, um, we have juniper trees outside and uh, the berries actually have a wild yeast on them. And so I picked a couple of those and I threw those in with the water and the flour so I can get the reaction going. And it, in, within a day, I was getting like double the size of the starter. So That's it was awesome. good. Yeah. So if you have a source for wild yeast that you can throw in there, it'll help the process even more. But otherwise, it's just whatever's floating around in the air. Pretty much. Yeah. That is wild. Kind of gross. But I mean, once you cook <laughs> it, it's probably fine, right? It cooks everything out of it. Yeah, I, I, I don't even think it's like sour smelling when you cook it. You know, how like normally when if you smelled like cooked sourdough, it has that sour, pungent, kind of tangy smell in the air with it. Nothing that she's cooked so far has that. So we'll see what the loaves actually do. But from what from just the smell of it in the jar, it really doesn't smell sour at all. I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting trying to cook this loaf of bread because I've tried other just like basic white loaves of bread that I put in a Dutch oven. That's just flour, water, and um, active yeast. And those are, it's pretty simple, pretty easy to make. But with sourdough, it's all measuring out the right amount of grams of everything. You have to let that thing sit and ferment for like half it's an like hour. Your whole life is like going yeah. to be invested into this loaf of bread. You're like, it this is. gets and fucked up. Back. I'm going to be pissed. Oh my God. You come back to it half an hour later. You got to work with it a little bit, let it sit some more. Like two hours later, you're ready to finally knead it some more when you're gonna have to put it back in the pan and put it to cold ferment in the fridge for like a day. It's like a whole is a whole thing. This, this so likes to be fondled. That's yeah, sure. that's, what dude taste difference. Like how strong is the actual flavor of the sourdough? I don't has in, have you never had sourdough bread? before not fresh just something okay. store-bought so i don't know what the difference there would be normally i don't like sourdough because of how it is yeah or the mm -hmm. texture either so i'm not even sure i i don't know i think it's gonna depend on the store-bought is not true sourdough the store-bought mm -hmm. sourdough they actually put like um ingredients in there to cause it to sour to have that mm -hmm. sour taste i feel like natural sourdough from a starter that you started is really not as intense of a sour or tart flavor. It's more like a white bread, but just maybe okay. with a, a bit of a tang and the aftertaste or something. Yeah, like it's that. not completely unbearable and where you don't want to eat it. Um, so yeah, I, okay. I don't know what to expect out of this, so I'll let you guys know. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I want to hear about this. It was it was funny that, that you, Buffalo, you brought up the, uh, the little innuendo there because the whole time... <laughs> 
the whole time she was explaining that i was watching your face and it was going through my and i'm like i swear to god i'm listening to what she's saying but yeah you know you let it sit for a little bit and then you come back and you keep needing it and i was like <laughs> we are talking about dough right <laughs> I, I was saying you caught you caught what i was looking at yeah i did totally <laughs> Well, he did say it likes to be fondled, so, I mean, we got it. That, yeah, that's when he said that, I was like, Don't oh, my God, I was thinking that. <laughs> Fondle that love, everyone. That's so weird. What kind of uh, flour are you using for that? Just regular, like, wheat flour or white flour? What are you doing? Cause yeah, that, so that, I'm, doing, I'm doing a mixture of um, white all-purpose flour and um, wheat. Whole wheat. Whole wheat. And uh, it's it's hard to find flour in the store that doesn't have some type of uh, enrichment in it. It's like everything is enriched these days. And uh, just try and do your best and find a, a decent brand. Or you can always mill your own, which is another thing I'm going to start venturing into is trying to mill my own wheat yeah, berries. Yeah, that's, I, we'll, see where, we'll see what happens with that, but... Just try try your best to find um, the best flour you can from the store. What is the brand Bob, that I Bob's Red Mill? It's from Oregon. It's close to Reading. I mean, there's like King, there's King Arthur. There's King Bob's Arthur, Red yeah. Mill. If if you want like the smaller bags, just to try it and get started. But um, yeah, it's like everything in the store is enriched with something because the soil is so bad. It, it's, right. They have to like Lene was saying, we have a, a local mill here, Moore's Flour Mill. It's this big ass place off of uh, over by where my job is actually, but they they have great stuff too. But Bob's, as far as a like something you could find at the store, Bob's Red Mill is fucking great stuff. But that is interesting. So the wheat berry thing, um, I heard that on another show and how wheat berries can actually are, have way longer of a shelf life than regular flour. And you can do more with it because you can mill it yourself and make flour out of it and do all that stuff. Have you actually, do you actually buy uh, wheat berries? Like, do you have some right now? Yeah, we picked up a bucket, believe it or not, at Costco. Huh. Um, depending on our local, co- well, it's not really local. It's the, the, lo- co- the closest lo- Costco. <laughs> Three hours away. Yeah, no, we got to drive down to Utah to hit up the Costco, but they got um, a little section of wheat berries that you can buy. So I picked up a bucket and, um, like 45 pounds, 45 pounds. I forgot how much it was. Uh, I was probably bad. It was probably, it's cheaper to buy wheat berries and grind into flour. That is to grind the flour. You actually end up coming at about like a dollar or less a pound when, once you figure it all out and, and the amount of wheat berries that you grind equal the same amount of flour that comes out with the exception of maybe one or two tablespoons of bran. So, yeah. So yeah, I mean, Check Costco. They might have it there um, or go to your local mill. You could pick up wheat berries there. Um, Azure Standard. Azure Standard. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with them. They're an on, it's online, but they're basically like a bulk um, grocery store. It's like Costco without the warehouse because you, you like yeah. show up at like churches or like motels and like there's families that'll gather around the truck and everybody picks up their order. It's like a social kind of thing. But everybody's got pallets and pallets of it. It's all organic, like small batch foods from small, like grass-fed farms and things like that. It's it's all natural stuff. Yeah, we have an order from them because they're the drop point is like a couple hours away from us. Yeah, but so for point. for you guys, you might have like a local drop point that you can go and pick up. But you basically place your order online through them, and uh, 
go to the next pickup date. And yeah, it's interesting. Was it one of their warehouses actually caught fire? No, it was an office building. It was their. It wasn't a warehouse. It wasn't a warehouse. Okay. It was an office building. Still. Yeah, but they they were they were fine. Like that was the that was when all like the the oh yeah producers stuff was burning down. Mm-hmm. They're like commodities. Oh, no, Azure Standard got their stuff burned down. They're coming after our food. It was an office building. They lost nothing. There was no infrastructure loss. They had they're incredibly responsible and they back everything up. Oh dang! So it's not like it really put them out. They lost nobody. They lost materials, and that was basically it. all their standard like warehouses were functioning properly, and no one lost an order. That's good. Yeah. They're so pretty, they they're played pretty that up then. No, everyone else played it up. Azure Standard, uh, according to Lanny um, from uh, Greener Postures, she follows their Instagram account, and they were upfront reporting everything as it happened, telling people like, "No, we didn't burn it down. No, it wasn't a warehouse. No, no one was working there. No, there weren't any supplies there. It wasn't Biden. <laughs> it wasn't Biden. It wasn't the Chinese balloon. You know, <laughs> no lasers." No lasers. Klaus, Klaus <laughs> Energy Schwab was seen in the area, but we don't think he has anything to do with it. He's too old. He, he was at an adult store buying, you know, implements of his buying day. banana hammocks and whatever <laughs> <else he laughs> <wears>. party favors, <laughs> butt plugs. So, what else are you guys doing as far as? Because I know you're you're heading towards the whole trying to be self sustainable and all that, and that's probably the most important thing in 2023 and beyond is uh, doing that, and it is fucking hard especially when you have a day job and you don't have that's why i always say that the coolest thing would be just having to survive because i'd figure it out real quick because you would die otherwise so i'd either figure it out or die one of the two but when you have a day job and you got to deal with all the stupid shit every day you don't have time to focus on growing your food or you know your chicken like especially when you have a quarter acre lot like we do like we don't have a whole lot of room for that there's plenty of room like if we were to turn all of our backyard into food growing or animals or whatever, I'm sure we could do it. It would be really hard and a lot of work. But what else are you guys doing besides chickens and uh, shit smelling sourdough starter? Like what, what What other kind of things are you guys doing? Good God. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, chickens, believe it or not, have become our big goal for spring and this this spring and summer. We're going to um, jump into the meat bird market because around here, no one's really selling chickens. People have beef, um, there's lamb, pork, pork, but as far as chicken, poultry. It's just grocery store chicken. Yeah, so we're going to jump into that market and help the community that way by raising meat birds. And uh, we're going to utilize his hands pasture and just make more track chicken tractors. Yeah. So we can move them every day and they have fresh grass. He's kind of got it all planned out. It's it's a it's a long-term goal. I would like to just raise chicken for several months during the year and then do other work the rest of the time. Um, you can make a total living off of just raising chickens by themselves. But um, we decided, like last year we did 15 birds. And this year we actually just upped it. We were going to do double. And we decided just before we came on the show screw it let's do 50 so we upped our order so we're doing 50 birds and if we get more orders then yeah it's a lot of poop but if we get more orders we'll we'll order more birds because we have we have time during the summer to do maybe like another cycle of meat birds and sell those off the the trick with uh so everybody can grow meat birds i mean maybe not legally but based on your city especially california is very tricky uh just 
shut your mouth and don't say anything right. and do it anyway. <laughs> Everything's and, legal until you get caught. So you can do whatever. Exactly. You exactly. Just do it anyways. I mean, you know, we know Adam from Deborah Gets Red Pilled. I mean, he did like 18 meat birds in his lot and he's not allowed any. So, you know, he did what he wanted to. And I think everybody should just do what they want to. If you, if it's like you're not hurting anybody, you know, raise your chickens and do all that. But if you sell like the bird, itself you're not technically selling chicken which means you're not a processor so you don't you don't have to go through any inspection you could literally raise the bird there you just have to ask the person when when they buy it from you because they're buying a live bird would you like me to dress it for you and if they say yes great then you can process the bird and give them a processed bird in the process of them paying you <laughs> but pretty much yeah, I mean, there's like loopholes, so you don't have to go through the big like inspection, be a big inspector, inspected farm facility and grow birds piled on top of birds, on top of shit, on top of birds. You can do the small thing and still raise a decent amount of birds. And if we don't sell anything, that's 50 chickens. We can eat 50 chickens. We could totally eat 50 chickens. I love chicken. Hey, that's an awesome attitude. And correct me if I'm wrong on this, is that smaller batches of meat birds, it's like, yeah, if you take care of it the way that you would uh anything else <clears throat> instead of going for that quantity where they're throwing away you know dozens or hundreds of birds because they were bird on top of shit on top of bird on top of food it's like yeah your birds aren't just going to be all successful but it's going to be way better quality it's like putting time into any kids but you have a shitload of them you aren't going to be able to spend the quality time with them uh Whereas if you have a few, you can actually focus and, you know, do that. Is that more or less quality over quantity? Oh, 100%. Yeah, these birds. So first of all, the, the typical bird that you're going to get from the grocery store is a breed called Cornish Cross, which is bred to make a wide set breast. That's what everybody's used to seeing in the grocery Chicago. store. The birds that we raise are not Cornish Cross because we live above 5,000 foot elevation. We're actually at 6,000 foot elevation. <laughs> And those birds don't really survive that well, and they develop more problems in higher altitudes. So we go with a ginger broiler, which it's a smaller bird, but the fat is yellow. It's it's a little leaner, and the fat is more marbled throughout the bird. The bird loses less weight when we process the bird. Like if you buy something from a grocery store and you cook it on the grill, you're going to lose 10% weight. Right. With us, you probably lose two. So you're not really losing anything because most of the fat that's part of the bird just goes right into the bird, especially if you're cooking it skin on. And like these birds, we did it. We've done them roasted. You put them in pot pies. We've done, made broth out of the bones. And oh, yeah. like this is good stuff. Far yeah. better tasting, yeah. higher quality fat content than you're going to get from anything in the store. So that's kind of what, why I want to teach people here. Like the stuff in the store is gross. Like if you eat that yeah. stuff, there's literally fecal matter in that chicken. There is no shit in our chicken. Like our chicken. <laughs> and you know, when you touch store bought chicken, it has that like greasy, watery, filmy, membrane crap on it ours like you can touch it you can you know use your use it with your hands you don't have to wash it it's clean as it is add that fucking brand right there and it's so dual meaning call your company no shit chicken no shit hey like no shit but also no shit i like the word i hate the word membrane so maybe you could work that into it too you'd be like membraneless because membrane is gross I don't like moist. I don't like moist. Moist is worse. Uh, moist ooze pus. There's all kinds. Of... Yeah. No the shit chicken. Incorporate with that. That's great. Yeah. The moist pus was oozing out of the gut of the membrane. Yeah, it's, 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 all these words <laughs> together. 
Sorry, Sam. Maybe I'll bleep that out. <laughs> no, I won't. No. Uh, Please don't do it. <laughs> so yeah, every everything's legal until you open your fucking dumb mouth and tell the authorities about it. So I mean, why do you yeah. think there's such a big black market with drugs? You don't have to sell drugs. Have <laughs> chickens. Raise chickens. Well, the only reason they make certain things illegal, they want to say it's it's for your own safety. It's because people are unsafe. But look at what they're putting in the stores. Like you guys were saying, it's disgusting. They came out and released that these chickens are literally living on top of each other, just covered in shit, never seeing the light of day, and and then they die. And that's what we're eating. But they're like, well, you can't sell raw milk and you can't sell your own chickens because you might be unsafe too. But that's what they're giving to us. No. They just want the control. They want the money. They want a little piece of it. They don't want actually, you to make a dime on your own. The idea behind that makes sense because there's some restaurants you go into and you're like, I'm not eating here. These people are not regulated or something because this is gross in here. So you can't just trust the average person to be like, no, this is membraneless, shitless chicken. Like, trust me. So I get where the regulation comes in because they're like, no, we're going to actually like oversight this and make sure that what you're saying is true about your chickens. But at the same time, that was never a thing like a couple hundred years ago. Everybody did that. They're just like, oh, you have John the chicken farmer over there and then Bill the, the pig farmer and you just- A lot of people died young a couple hundred years ago. They did, but they were also like- Just to play devil's advocate. Very unsanitary with their poop and stuff. They- Fair. Using three uh, seashells or whatever to poop. They were also cutting people and putting leeches on them because they thought that that helped. When they were doing a lot of cocaine, too, because they thought that fixed everything. Um, Wait, that? Spoiler alert, it does. I'm okay with But only for a little bit. And, <laughs> and then, then you die for cat. I think they need to bring back the real Coca-Cola. Like, fuck, dude. Give that to you, kids. I agree. Hey, kids. There you go. <laughs> yeah. No, you need to bring back heroin Pepsi to shut the kids up. Cocaine Coca-Cola is not good for kids. No, they're bad enough as it is. Give them, give them the do, heroin. Do you think that might? Do you think that might be like, uh, like coffee is to like ADHD kids, where it's like, oh, give them cocaine and they slow the fuck down. That's kind of like what uh, what's uh those ADHD drugs? The, Ad Ritalin. Yeah, Ad Adderall and Ritalin. Yeah, it's like methamphetamine, basically legal meth, but they mm -hmm. give it to people who are overactive and it levels them out. I take that shit and I will be. Walking like to Utah, just I'm oh, got so much energy now because I'm not ADHD. Well, I mean, well, I mean, realistic. Your muscles are tearing off of your bones. You're like, I can make it. Give me more of them bath salts. <laughs> WFA, don't make your nose fall off. <laughs> make you eat people's faces and shit. God, I fucking hate people. Damn. Anyway, damn, Glenn. I need an ISO that. Thank you that for that for that sound drop. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was a good sound bite. <laughs> I hate people. <laughs> Sounds like Joe from OVDM. Yeah. <laughs> no, Ben is the Joe of our show. Yes. Which is ironic because I'm the Joe. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what else you guys got? What else has been going on? Are you uh what what's your plans for uh the next five to ten to thirty years? Oh my god, are you interviewing my for a fucking job? Oh Jesus. <laughs> What do I see myself in five to ten years? I don't know. We might all be dead by then. <laughs> God, I was just about to say that. Building a commune. There we go. There we go. Man. Commune sounds the religious culty stuff. It'll be based on food. Grow your own fucking food and share it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. 
That's how every commune and cult starts, though. Is it based on that kind of idea and fucking people's wives? But that's a, a sidebar. But every commune starts with that good goal of like, no, we're all going to pull our weight and do our thing, and we're all going to grow our own food. And then inevitably, there's lazy motherfuckers that just want to fuck your wife and not pull their weight in the field. And then you have cults, and that's what ends up. Or sign. I don't know. Have you ever been in a commune? I wonder if that's just something that is put out there to us so that we don't start a commune you know they're like oh commune it sounds like communism and that's dangerous that's russian and shit so people don't want to do it they're like i don't want to be the bad guy i'm just gonna live in my house in the city and just go to work every day how do you start a cult though like what would you be your step one in starting this cult i mean commune like how would you uh how would you entice people to come into your cult you gotta use you gotta use some kind of fear tactic, obviously. Fear, fear, fear and love. God always fear and love. You gotta alternate. You love bomb them. You feed them good food, and then you just say how wonderful they are. How great it would be to just be around each other all the time. And this is just should just should just be all the time. Why can't we just be like this all the time? And then, <laughs> then you start bringing in the. You're going to fuck this person's wife and this person's going to fuck this person. Then you take off, remove all their clothes, lock them in a closet for seven days. And then when you take them out of that, you give them a big hug and tell them they're in the place they belong. You give them some, you give them some rice because it doesn't have any protein and will go to their brain. It's just mush. It's just feeding them mush. That's it. I think out on Thursday because it's their turn with Bob's wife and then... For real though, I think starting an actual, an actual uh, homesteading, a large homesteading facility, I don't know, I don't know what to call it besides a commune, but starting a place where we're all working together is such a life goal for me. I know so many people now in this community who would be completely on board and not be weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that would happen. So I know the government will definitely deter us from doing this, but I think we should, we could buy acres and acres and acres of land and just be self-sustaining. We'd have to pay property taxes and that would be it. You can say, fuck you, I'm going uh, shopping I, anymore. I know a way to get out of property yeah. taxes. You don't have to pay property taxes. <laughs> you have to pay taxes in general. You don't, you don't have to pay tax in general unless you want to stay out of jail. But there is a legal way <laughs> to get out of paying property taxes and that's you put your property in a trust and that trust is in a ministry or a church. And then you, bingo, bingo, no no property tax. You can't be charged property taxes, you're a church. Okay, church Buffalo, taxes. Buffalo went from like, oh my gosh, they're so good at surviving to being like, Jesus fucking Christ, he could be Jones. He, his name could be Jones and he could have an island and a lot of five gallon buckets of Kool-Aid. But it'll be blueberry, not grape, so. <laughs> Yeah, you're not That's black. Good. Yeah, I'm just kidding. It's Black History Month. No offense. My God. <laughs> it is Black History Month. <laughs> so that is uh, that would be, I think, the rule number one was everybody would have to be strapped at all times in this commune. Fuck yeah. And that keeps, pe- keeps people from getting weird. Somebody gets a little too weird and you're like, you know, I have a 9 mil too, right? Like, don't be froggy with me. 100% armed society. society. Yeah. So okay, yeah, I, I want to know more about this trust thing. Sorry, go ahead. Like so, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was I just go. want to know more about. Okay, so you put your property in a trust, and it's in a church or part of a ministry. Do you have to form that as well? Like, what do you do for that? Tell me more. So when you put a property in a trust, the trustee can't be linked to uh, gain from the property. So there's a lot of people in Europe or in Panama or in the Bahamas who will become trustees of your property. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and you basically allow them to be the trustee. You still live on the property. You are ministers of that church and you basically minister to the community around you. There's a lady that we had on our show who kind of has the right way, I think, of going about it, which uh, her name is Neethi Bali. She started a food church. So basically, she's her building is a church. It's incorporated as a church. So she can't pay taxes. She can't be regulated by the USDA or the FDA or anything like that. And she works with farmers who are a part, they are members of her church. And the other members who are non-farmers pay tithing to the church to buy those food items. And it's all tax-free because the tithing to a church is a donation. So they can write their entire food bill off as as taxes. So that to me, that's the route to go. But if you're going to go the route of, let me separate myself from the government, if you put your land and trust, that trustee is not in America, how are they going to ever serve them with a lawsuit? Right. Good mm-hmm. Good luck. You know, try. But plenty of people here have taken their, their property basically off tax rolls because they put their land in trustees and then um, they themselves incorporate themselves as a ministry or a church and they just, they evangelize from their property. Their property is their church. Interesting. Is this kind of in the same vein as a PMA, a, a private members association, that kind of idea? Exactly. That's, that's and that's the thing. hole to go down, that whole thing. That, that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's like a private membership association. That's how like... That's kind of what we have to do to sell yeah, to our the, chicken at the local farmer's market. Well, not there. Well, not not there. If we're piecing it out, so if you're buying pieces of chicken, you're a member of our private membership uh, yeah. association. Or trying if to you're in it. another state and you want us to ship the chicken to you, you can be a member in our membership association and we can do that because it's a private transaction between the two of us. Right. Tax-free. Otherwise, I have to go to yeah. Well, and yeah. like you mentioned, that good luck trying to get them served for a lawsuit. It's like, first of all, unless it's a major operation with major revenue being sidestepped or it's a it's an issue of national fucking security, they're, they're not going to try to extradite a trustee in fucking Panama for owning it over what they would consider, you know, pocket change. They don't give a shit. They're not going to put out the money to try to run that fucker down. Exactly. Yeah. Thumbs up there. Says that's what it's for. <laughs> yeah. The, if any of the listeners haven't heard about PMAs, that's something you're not taught about in school, probably for a really good reason. Uh, they don't want you to do that. But it's interesting because they. I've heard stories of people starting a grocery store and putting it under a PMA and... Basically, they don't pay shit in taxes. There's no sales tax. There's nothing. Because when you enter that door and you sign the agreement for the PMA, you're joining a club, basically, and it's a private thing. It would be like you guys coming over to my house and I'm serving you dinner. Yeah, I can't be taxed on that. This is my shit that I'm sharing with you, basically. And if you choose to donate to me, well, that's one thing. So it's an interesting uh, thing to figure out if you have the time to do that. I like that. Let's start the Church of Joe and Jen. We'll give away free eggs or people can pay us and write it off on their taxes. Yes. So you don't have to pay property taxes. Yes. They go up every year. I hate property taxes. And at, at this point, eggs for a dozen are like 18 bucks. So suggested donations. <laughs> yeah. I'll sell them for a dollar. Don't even care. Oh yeah. my gosh. I'll even uh, wash them for you. Eggs here are what? Five bucks a dozen? Six, six dollars. Dozen. Oh, they're six now? Yeah, they're six dollars. Six a dozen here. So we charge five because it's less in the store and it covers our cost. Huh? I haven't just see, I haven't bought eggs in forever because we had eggs for so long and we had kind of a stockpile and we had to borrow a 
couple eggs from Linnea actually the other day because chickens weren't laying. Now we're back to having like, I think we had like four. I used two this morning. Five. So, yeah. Yeah, everybody out there, go get some chickens. Go get some uh, goats if you want to be creeped out like crazy because those fuckers are, I don't trust them. But they're good for milk and cheese and stuff if you have the time to do that. Nobody can uh, even trust. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks you guys for coming on. We'll let you go, but tell everybody where they can find you and your show and everything that you guys do. For sure. Um, we're on False Reality Check. We can be found on all the podcatcher platform places yeah uh instagram at frc pod uh we're on telegram what is it t.me slash false reality check uh email us at false reality check at protonmail.com yeah or we'll start join our platform that we're building uh weirdlot.com w-y-r-d-l-o-t.com and you can be a membership you can there's a free membership so you can join and watch all the content for free um, but it might have some ads, but the ads will all be stuff that like we sell. So it's yeah. hopefully not as annoying for you as like, you know, Spotify ads. And it's not just a platform for content. We're also going to have a store yep. on their little, little black market <laughs> for I mean, folks that want to sell market, their food. Market, gray market. <laughs> black market eggs. To sell their food. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the but black yeah. market is created to just say fuck the man. So I love it. I don't care what it is. It's like free speech. Be good, but if you're not, that's okay too because it's free. Just be discerning. Yeah. Calling it a black market <laughs> is super racist too. God, in February too? I know. Too, babe. It's an African-American market. I'm sorry. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> that might be more racist. I'm not sure. I like it though. Yeah, but add <laughs> more racist, yeah. That's worse. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great night. Thanks everybody on Rockfin, YouTube, wherever the fuck you're listening. We love you too. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.